The segment is sponsored by the South African Insurance Association. Uh, and then tonight's discussion with our friends at the South African Insurance Association will be addressing some topical matters and how insurance is uh, responding to these. No matter more current and more topical than that of load shedding and, of course, uh, the parlous state of our roads. And I'm joined on the line tonight by insurance consumer education expert out, out at the South African Insurance Association. And that is Musidi Shumang. Musidi Great, once again, to uh, check in with you. Good evening and welcome. Thank you, Ayabonga, and uh, good evening to you and to Metro FM listeners. Musidi, let's maybe just start off. Um, as I said, no topical or more current matter at the moment than load shedding. And I want us to start there. Um, consumers are complaining. When the power comes back, there's a surge. The appliances don't work after the fact. Uh, yeah, and some of these are insured. Um, how are these covered in instances where these kinds of incidents unfold? Okay, thanks for the question. I would like to explain it in, in this way. The first thing is um, load shed because it's a controlled interruption and it also does not necessarily cause physical damage to items. So, you know, sometimes we get load shedding, your items don't get uh, damaged. It's not an insured event. But what listeners uh, need to look out for is the cover for power surge. That's when the power returns, it then surges and damages uh, their electronics. So most of the insurance companies do have cover for power surge. Um, they would set a, a, a limit so policyholders can look at their policies and check for that specific limit. And some of them may have requirements that you install a surge protector on uh, your distribution board or, you know, it depends on the um, insurance company that you are with. So consumers can be can look out for those requirements and ensure that they do comply. What is also important is um, because load shedding is not an insured peril, most of the insurers or some would exclude what we call consequential loss. I'll give an example where there was load shedding and um, your items in the fridge deteriorate and you want to claim for them because you do have, some policies do have cover for that. Uh, you'd find that as insurers um, are now excluding that, not all of them, some of them. It's more applicable, especially when you run businesses. It becomes more important. So this is how um, insurers will deal with it. And um, the issue of where an alarm is, is, is a condition, so linked alarm. We try to say to consumers, please uh, make sure, check with your insurer to see what happens if your alarm during power, uh, or power failure or load shedding, your battery runs out, are you still covered? It is important that you get that confirmation because if they are excluding consequential loss, of load shedding, it means you may not be covered. And that's what we would like to bring to um, the listeners. But what what happens if it's faulty because of normal wear and tear? Um, wear and tear is a general exclusion. So if your alarm is not working, the conditions normally is that anything that is due to gradual deterioration, that's the principle of insurance, or wear and tear is excluded across the board, whether it's a car or mechanical things, they are all excluded. So if an alarm is not working because of that, generally any insurer would not cover it. So 
Okay, so when you say it's a general exclusion, I mean, mm-hmm. how would you guys verify to what degree it was attributable to wear and tear, which would be covered by a general exclusion, or that it just didn't work because there was a surge? Um, every claim has to be investigated. So normally the insurers will send a repairer, or if they don't, they will ask for a repair a damage report. So they would ask the the, the owner or the policy holder to say, please take the item to whoever the uh, electronics repairer, and he must give us the damage report. So it has to be somebody who's qualified to assess the damages. Mm. Uh, remember, if the policyholder is unhappy about the decision, which we're going to cover lengthy later, is you still have the option to object and to raise your objection with um, the short-term insurance ombudsman. Because mm. if, let's say, they say it's uh, wear and tear, and you've got a report that says it is power surge, you can object to what they're saying by writing to their complaint department or even taking it up with the mm. short-term insurance ombudsman. Let's come to the matter of potholes. Um, mm-hmm. Am I covered? I mean... There's a lot of damage that would happen to one's vehicles and even other sort of more sensitive parts of a vehicle's uh, you know, configuration associated with massive potholes on our roads. Is this covered? Um, yes, most of the insurance companies do cover damages relating to hitting a pothole. And I'm saying most because not all of them. Some have started to exclude them. Mm. Um, what we would want to highlight is if you hit a pothole and only a tire is damaged, insurance would not repair a tire only. So it becomes, there has to be damage to the tire and the vehicle. So like the rim or the body of the vehicle. Reason being, Ayabongai tire is being used continuously. So normally, even when you are in an accident, if they were to pay for the tire, they they do detect what we call betterment. So they look at the percentage of usage on that tire and then say if the tire was used 50%, they look at the tread, then they will then say we will pay you 50% of the remaining of the tire. Because again, I go to the principle of insurance where you're not supposed to benefit more than what you said. So they need to calculate to that exact amount and uh, make sure that there is no betterment in the whole process. Mm-hmm. So, so in a sense, I mean, would there be any general exclusions associated with uh, damage to tires or any other part of a vehicle due to potholes? Uh, mostly, it's not general. It would be insurance-specific. So... You as a consumer, uh, consumers have got right to shop around and look for any other insurer. So most of the insurers do cover them. Some would say, look, Rumor uh, is also based on the risk appetite of a specific insurer. So he can say, I as Ayabongakawa insurance companies, we don't want this risk, therefore we're not going to cover it. Uh, but some would say, I am happy to cover the risk, I'll continue with it. So Consumers can shop around and look for whoever would be covering it. It's just the tires that tend to be excluded. 
unless you bought a tire insurance specific policy, which they sell as value added product. Okay, wait, so wait, 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 normally wait. Not, mm-hmm. So are you saying to me I could have damage from a pothole and mm-hmm. not get a replacement because I haven't specifically insured the tire? Surely that's the one thing that I guess gets messed up from a pothole. Okay, let, let me re-explain. So when you hit a pothole and your tire only is damaged, yes. most of the insurers would think we do not cover tire only. Okay? However, if your vehicle is damaged, so your rim with the tire, like if you're in an accident, normally the tire will also be damaged, but the car will also be damaged. Yeah. In that incident, um, the car is covered. So they will fix the vehicle uh, because it hit a pothole. Then they will get to the tire and say, we will pay you percentage of what was left on that specific tire. So they don't normally replace the full tires. Sure. So, so okay. <laughs> so my room has to get bent first before I can get any payment unless I've got insurance specifically for the tires. And if it's tire only, unless you've got specifically a tire insurance cover that you have taken, it is a value add. It is available in the market. Uh, some are when you are say it's a value add, is it free or is there? Do I have to pay something on the premium, even if it's like two rand extra? Yeah, it's optional extra. So when it's an optional extra, in most cases, you have to pay for it. Um, the issue becomes, if it's called an extension, which means the insurers are giving it to you for free, if it's optional extra or ready aid, you are paying for it and you have to ask for it. So um, listeners can ask their different insurers about it. Wow. So yeah, I guess, uh, what's the message there? I mean, uh, if you had to bring both of these together, load shedding and the potholes for some of our listeners, uh, how do I know what I'm covered for or not covered for? What do I do to make sure that I'm in the know before the risk event happens? I think the most important thing is talk to your insurer, talk to your broker, talk to your advisor. Uh, because these things, the reason why we're raising them is they are happening quite a lot. So it is important that you get that confirmation, that comfort of the extent of cover that you are enjoying from your insurer or you can then start shopping around to say, if they've got so many restrictions, let me go to the other one. And it's better to get in touch with them and know the extent of, of cover. We'll talk about the importance of advice. You know, why it is important when you deal with short-term insurance, because, uh, you know, we're talking very basic things, but it can be very complex. So it's important to talk to somebody who's accredited, who understands short-term insurance, who can give you proper advice. It's more Musidi? important when you're Musidi? running business. Yeah. Hello? Musidi, just hold the line there for me. We've got a caller, Silo, okay. who'd like to talk to you. Uh, hold the line there for me. Silo? Yes, but thanks. Thanks for having me. Sure, I please know go Musidi has been talking somewhere. I'm Musidi. Hi. <laughs> you're all you're all over just like me, Mutidi, Um, uh, uh, on the issue of the tires and the, mm-hmm. uh, from, but I think, um, but are you saying that insurance or some insurance don't cover the tire only, or okay. not covering? Yes. 
What I'm saying, uh, firstly, it depends yeah. on the type of cover you've taken. Okay? okay. Insurance generally on your comprehensive vehicle, when you've hit a pothole and the tire is damaged, they will exclude it. But what you find is they offer a value add on your product. That is the tire cover. Then well, in that case, when the tire only is damaged, the tire cover will pay you. But in generally your comprehensive vehicle insurance, uh, we're looking at the tire and the vehicle damage at the same time. Okay. Uh, yeah. I guess uh, that uh, covers it there. Musidi, thank you very much for your time. As always, a pleasure checking in with you. And uh, yeah, till we chat again next week. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Ayabonga. Yeah, that there was uh, Musidi uh, Shumang joining us uh, from the South African Insurance Association, an association of uh, short-term uh, insurers, uh, or non-life insurers, I should rather say. And uh, Musiri Shumang is the insurance consumer education expert out of the South African Insurance Association. The segment is sponsored by the South African Insurance Association. Listeners can contact SIA on 011-726-5381 or you can email info at SIA, S-A-I-A, dot co dot zm